Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Okay, guys, I don't know if you could tell by the new music that I have on my intro there. Clean things up a little bit. Hopefully it sounds really good to you guys and you guys can give me a little bit of feedback on that. And let me know what you think. It's a little bit of a jazzy feel to it. As you all might know, and I think I've already shared this on previous podcasts, jazz has a pretty special place in my heart that resonates with my dad and and my family. And it's something that he listened to when I was growing up as a kid. So it's something that really resonates with me and gets me going in the right direction and puts me in the right frame of mind about things of just life in general and everything else. So, you know, I hope your week was good this last week. I know I've been really focusing on doing this podcast once a week, sometimes twice a week, but once a week, you know, just based on the content that we're putting out. I think that it's really important for us to, or for me, to put out content to you guys that matters, stuff that I'm thinking about, but it also is something that you guys can listen to, enjoy, even put into action versus once every day that I was doing for when we first started this podcast which I found, I mean, to be honest with you, back then when I had first started it, it was good because I was getting all the thoughts out and I was getting some best practices out there. I was getting my thoughts out there, all those things. But the problem was is that some of the stuff started overlapping, some of the stuff that people would get some content about certain things and then they would move into the next one and they didn't really have any time to really kind of sit down and think about some of the things that I said that I might have said one day and then it changes the next one to whatever mood that I'm in. So I might be in a really good mood one day and the next day I might not have been in as good of mood. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because I think that the frequency of the podcast, I've gotten some feedback from a lot of folks that they're looking for more content and they're looking for more stuff. And right now, I think the safe bet is going to be once a week, if not twice a week. And the other part of it is I've already shared with you guys, I'm going to be probably moving forward doing some interviews. And so the, my my concept is going to be I'd love to be able to have folks here for interviews face-to-face to talk to people that have been through stuff. So whether it's been through weight loss, whether it's been through abuse, whether it's been through successes, whether they've been state champions, whatever it is, whatever their story is, this podcast can also be a great way to be able to connect with people that have been through things in their lives and succeeded or are struggling or are getting to where they want to. What's their story? How'd they get there? What was the checks and balances that they put into place? How did they overcome adversity? All those things. Now that it's the way a lot of the your health and wellness podcasts do that are out there, but I feel like just the ability to be able to just connect with people will help to elevate this podcast moving forward. So not only are we going to do once a week, but I am going to try to get some guests in here to be able to have some conversations. Some might be over the phone, some might be on the web, some might be through Skype or whatever other platforms that we can actually use, and we'll see how that goes. We'll see what direction we want to be able to take that, but I just wanted to share that with you because I know that a lot of you are great supporters, and you gave me some great feedback the last couple days over the last few episodes. For some reason, it really resonated with a lot of people. I know last week's about resilience and overcoming adversity and hitting that wall and being able to continue to push through and just find that inner drive that you need to be able to battle through those walls that we all face and the things that are thrown at us like that life wants to deal us, right? So if you haven't listened to that last episode, pop over, listen to that one. And then the one before that one, 
was all the contrary to belief of fake it till you make it. It's all about facing it till you make it and being able to push forward and face the fears and face the ups and downs and face the things that you need to and figure out the real reasons why we are who we are sometimes in the addictions that we have or the foods that we eat or those kind of things. There's a reason why we do them. And that's a great way to be able to sit back and say, okay, so what's the real reason that I do them? And start to fix the inner windings and the brain work that we have to put in inside and we have to we have to build on and continue to move forward with. So if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, pop over, listen to them. I'm 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 getting a lot of really great feedback and I'm really hoping that you guys enjoy them too. And this episode's gonna be about some more deep stuff that I think that it matters because I was really taking a look at the term self-love, okay? That's what this podcast is going to be about. A lot of people have heard this term thrown around about self-love. We're going to dig into that. We're going to dig in what people's opinions are on that. We're also going to dig in around what people's definitions are around self-love. You know, there's a lot of different things that are out there that you can do to be able to accommodate and be able to build your self-esteem up. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, of how we can dig in, okay? So we're going to get right into the podcast here. Thanks again so much for all your support, all the comments. Keep them coming. If you want to email me, you can email me at liquidshano1973 at gmail.com. That's my email address. Or you can reach me on any of the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything. If you just look up liquidshano1973, you'll find me there. And you can message me, private message me, whatever you want to do to be able to see. Let me know what you want to see on future content. Let me know some questions you might have of some future guests that I might be getting or anything like that. Keep that feedback coming. And I also have a newsletter and I've got all kinds of other things, the patron page, all kinds of stuff going on. So be on the lookout for that and I'll keep on posting that kind of stuff. But again, thanks for all the support and we're going to get right into this podcast. Okay, thanks. section music montage to be able to record some stuff (laughs) and get moving and grooving and everything else. So I opened it up with in the beginning of this, and I just talked about the fact that the rest of this podcast is all going to be about self-love. Now, many people know there's different versions of, or people have different definitions of, or meanings behind what self-love really is. And it's a pretty popular term, right? It gets tossed around all the time in normal conversations around investing in yourself and being one that's you know makes you feel happy or makes you feel good or whatever the situation is. People have different definitions of it, and that's okay. I mean, there's so many different people, different walks of life, different society, different everything that goes on. We all try to be able to just become the better version of who we are, and we try to continue to move and and navigate this journey all the while trying to feel good about ourselves. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we do what we do, isn't it? Don't we want to just be the best version of who we are, the, the people that we're meant to be and the people that we are, that we focus around trying to be the best version of us and self-love is part of that? I mean, if you think about it, if you feel good about yourself, 
and you feel good about the situation that you're in and you feel good about the person that you're becoming or the maturity that you're having or the growth that you're feeling or anything like that, won't you be able to invest in others along with yourself then? Don't you emanate that positivity? I know nine times out of 10, if I'm feeling good about myself or I'm in a situation where I feel like I've invested in others, I've got the soul food going, I got everything going on the way that I need to, and I am feeling real like I'm in a really good place of where I need to be, then all of a sudden I look at myself and I go, okay, you know what? I feel good about where I'm at, so why I can now invest in other people, or I can make other people's day better, or I can invest in others. How many people, how many people that are out there are moms, have kids, or parents that are in elderly homes or staying in the house or hospice or anything like that? How many people are taking care of other people? And by the time everything is said and done, you feel like you're exhausted and you're spent because you're you're pulling from an empty cup from yourself. And you're not really investing in you when rather you're investing in others because it's the right thing to do, right? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's the right thing to do at that moment in time. But we forget about ourselves. We forget about investing in us. We forget about making sure that you're filling your cup, making sure that you are investing in you so that way whatever you're doing and whatever journey that you're on, you're the best version of who you need to be. So, you know, there's different different things, and I was digging around on the internet trying to be able to figure out self-love because I've heard, of it. I heard about it. As a matter of fact, somebody had posted on one of my exercise posts where I put that I went to the gym, and some people had put on, one person had put on there, or a private message me, and said something to the effect of, you know, it's really good that you're in a place where you're starting to feel good about yourself and you're giving yourself some true self-love. And I went, okay, well, I'm not really. I'm just basically showing you that I went to the gym. So it's basically me trying to hold myself accountable to the fact that I got to get to the gym. It's the only formula that works for me. If I eat right and I go to the gym, I lose weight and I start feeling better about myself. But on the same token, they were absolutely right. Because it is a form of self-love. It's feeling good about your situation, that you're investing in yourself more than just losing weight on a scale or a number or some pounds or anything like that. It's me investing in me so that way I can feel good about where I'm at and that euphoric feeling that I get from a good workout or that good euphoric feeling that I get from knowing that I'm investing in myself physically, I'm investing in myself mentally, and I'm investing in myself for long-term growth. Now, really, if that isn't more of a version of self-love, I don't know what is. The problem is, is this. When we get into the whole space of self-love, we as human beings, you, me, everybody on this podcast that's listening, and throughout the whole entire world, we, as I've said many, many times before, we are our own worst critics at all times. We, we literally beat ourselves up. We look at ourselves We drag ourselves through the mud. We do all kinds of self-deprecating, self-worth issues, all kinds of negative situations that we run into. We literally try to break ourselves down rather than lift ourselves up. Now, I know you know what I'm talking about because everybody has done it. When you go to look at yourself in the mirror, when you get up in the morning, what's the first thing you say to yourself? And I know we've done this before, and we've talked about this on the podcast in the past, but it's so important when it comes to self-love. If you're not feeling good about the situation, you got to change your mindset. And how do you change your mindset? You change your mindset by starting off with how you're talking to yourself and how you're treating yourself and how you're looking at yourself. 
when you look at the mirror, instead of seeing bat wings or seeing flab under the arms or you see the rolls around the waist or whatever else, are we celebrating in some of the positive things that we're doing? Are we looking at ourselves going, hey, you know what? I'm really feeling good about myself because of the following reasons. And it doesn't have to be self-image. It doesn't have to be what we're seeing in the mirror because nine times out of ten, we're not going to like what we see in the mirror. But there's also a level and ability to be able to celebrate in the things that we're doing more than just what we look like and more than what the pounds say on the scales and more than what the mirror looks like in the background. All these things that we're trying to be able to incorporate, all these things we're trying to be able to do, you really can't do unless you're in the right frame of mind. And the only way that we're going to get in the right frame of mind is if we start to work on the self-love portion of our journey. If you're not feeling good about where you're at, stop what you're doing and start to invest in yourself, even if it's small, incremental moments, small, incremental things. Now, listen, I have friends that grew up in abusive households. I have friends that have been through a lot in their lives. They've never really had anybody lifting them up and complimenting them or giving them praise for things that they've done when they did well in school, kids that grew up in foster homes, kids that grew up in single-parent households where the parent was working all the time, so they pretty much had to raise themselves. I've had kids grow up in drug households or alcohol-laden households, whatever it is, that they never really grew up in households that they were ever told, you're awesome, you're, you're doing a great job, I'm proud of you, you look great. You're doing such an amazing job. And then even the ones that grew up in the really, really fluid households, the ones with moms and dads and grandparents and uncles and aunts, even those at times became toxic for some of my friends. And these are people that supposedly love you, which they do, don't get me wrong, but these are people that basically tell you all the things wrong with you. Oh, you're getting fat. Oh, what's going on with you? Oh, you're letting yourself go. I'll tell you a story, and this is a personal journey of mine. This person since has passed in my family, but it's somebody that I had known for a period of time. We had met early days of my wife and I getting married while I was in the Navy, and I was a little bit skinnier. <laughs> so basically, we all got together as a family, kind of like a family reunion. It was for a graduation. It was from other stuff. And the first words out of her mouth wasn't necessarily meant in a malicious intent. Maybe it was, but it was, man, you got out of the Navy, you got fat. And so, holy smokes, right? These are the kind of words that we hear over and over again in our lives. We hear people that even if they're trying to be able to think that they're coming from a good place to try to talk some sense into you or try to save your life or whatever else that's there, at the end of the day, they're not, they're not really helping you. Those, those words aren't helping. As a matter of fact, those words are detriment and those words are negative and they're, they make you feel worse than where you are and they put you in a bad place. So some people don't grow up with this. So it's uncomfortable and awkward for some folks to be able to self-compliment, for you to look at yourself in the mirror instead of going, man, I'm fat, man, I've gained weight, man, I got gray hairs, man, I'm not really, I, I wish I wasn't aging so fast, man, I, I really wish that I was in a better place than what I am. We got to stop doing that. Self-love comes in so many different forms, but the number one form in my mind of what self-love is, is to start to celebrate some of the things that you're doing right. Some of the things that you're most proud of. Take inventory. Write them down. Write down the things that you're most proud of. I mean, it, it's a simple exercise to do, but I should say it should be a simple exercise to do, but many people don't know how to do it. 
They can't do it. And I've referenced this so many times. Okay, so in a meeting that I had today, <laughs> I was on the road and I was having a meeting and I was sitting down with one of the folks that I work with in one of the stores that I'm a consultant for. And we were sitting down and I usually kick off all my meetings with celebrations and successes, okay? So I sat down with them and I said, okay, so let's start off with celebrations and successes. And the first words out of their mouth was, or one of the people in the meeting's mouth was, I'm just glad June is over because it was just a really bad month. And I said, nope. Nope. I didn't say what your struggles were. I didn't say what your failures were. I didn't say what your inequities were. I didn't say what the bad things that are happening was. I'm saying to you, what are some successes and celebrations that you want to talk about? Some of the positive things that you're doing as a business. Some of the great things that you're being able to incorporate into the location, whether it's developing people, whether it's achieving some sales, whether it's stepping out of your comfort zone, whether it's getting to know your customers, whether it's achieving high customer engagement scores, whatever it is, whatever it is across the board, let's stop so parking in the place where we have to fix stuff all the time and start to celebrate some of the stuff that we are doing well. That's what self-love is for me. So when I look at myself in the mirror, yeah, I know I've put on some pounds. Yeah, I know that I'm doing a lot of things, all the physical aspects of where I've gained some weight back and I'm not feeling all that great about myself and I'm just like, oh, I feel so ho-hum. I'm getting back in the gym, but I know it's a struggle. I know I got to get over there, all those things, right? These are all negative things. Why can't I just look at myself and say, hey, you know what? You're still putting out podcasts. You're still helping others. You're still investing in other folks. You're a great dad. You're a great husband. You support your family. You guys are doing all these little things. You're going to the beach. You're spending time with your family. You're investing in in your family situation. You're going down to visit other families. You're investing in everything you have to do. You're a good person. Now, you hear all those positive things that I said versus, oh, I gained some weight. But we get so engulfed in the negative aspects of the things that we're talking about. I get so wrapped up in the fact that if I gain 10 pounds, that's all I'm thinking about. That's all I think about sometimes. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm a failure. I'm, I'm a person that isn't doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm a failure at my journey. I'm a failure at things that I do. And it starts to incorporate and envelop everything. And then what happens a lot of times when we get into that whole failure aspect, we get quiet. We hide. We walk away. We, we don't reach out. We don't sh- share our story as much as we have in the past or anything like that. We get into this mode, a protection mode, almost like a cocoon mode that we go into, and we then begin to shut down. So if you know what I'm talking about here, and you could feel what I'm talking about in this situation, then you know exactly where I'm coming from. We got to change the mold. Self-love is so important because I think that we need to start to fix ourselves first, invest in us first. And then we can go and do all the other things. If you're not feeling good about where you're at or what situation you are, okay, that's okay. I I don't want to not acknowledge some of the things that we might be feeling because if you ignore those things, they will creep up and become a bigger issue. What I'm saying to you is invest in you and find the positive lining in everything that you're trying to do. If you're growing a garden and the vegetables aren't growing as fast as your neighbors, but you got one cucumber, you got one zucchini, celebrate in the fact that you got a couple fruits of your labor. If you're running a mile and a half and all your friends are running faster than what you're running, but you're still putting one foot in front of the other and you're still stepping off the couch and doing all the things that you need to do, celebrate in that instead of sitting on the couch and doing nothing. If you are at work and you're trying to 
achieve the next level of where you want to be or get a promotion or anything like that, but somebody else gets it above you. I think I talked about this in the last episode. And that's your wall, and that's the thing that you are trying to overcome is the fact that you want somebody to notice you. But at the end of the day, are you doing a good job? Are you going to work? Do you show up on time? Do you clock in? Are you a trustworthy person? Are you a great teammate? Yes, yes, and yes. Check them all off the boxes. Listen, at the end of the day, we don't have to achieve amazing, great, grand things. What we can do is just be a great person. Invest in ourselves celebrating who we are. Self-love is so important. It really is. It's important to living well, okay? It it does a lot of things for you. If you're feeling good about yourself, it affects things like who you're going to find for your mate, who you're going to be able to reach out to, to be able to find, to go on dates with. You feel more confident about yourself. You feel good about yourself. You're, you're, You're comfortable in your own skin of who you are and what kind of person you're really looking for, right? But what is it? What is self-love in your mind? You know, it's something you can obtain through a makeover or new clothes. Probably not, right? I'm not not saying you can basically just get self-love through what you're wearing. Sometimes you can. Maybe you do feel more confident that way. Can you achieve self-love by reading something inspirational or motivational or those kind of things? Maybe, maybe not. But I think it's not only a state, not just simply a state of feeling good. It's a state of appreciation for oneself, okay? It's appreciation for who you are as a person. It's appreciation for what you've done, what your journey looks like, who you are, what your identity is, what kind of person that you are, okay? Here's an assignment for you, and I think that this is going to be a good one because I thought about this for a little bit, okay? And we've talked about it before on how we talk to our kids and how we talk to family and how we talk to different people that we love and we care for, okay? So this is what I want you to do. This is your project assignment, Coffee Talk America, okay? (laughs) Here it is. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to take a pen and paper and I want you to grab a picture or look at someone or something that you love, okay? This really works well with children, right? Okay, your kids, whether it's a baby, whether it's a toddler, infant, teenager, whatever you have, adult kids, whatever it is, people that you have a love and adoration for. Maybe it's your fur baby. Maybe it's your dog, maybe it's your cat, whatever it is that you treat with the utmost respect and you you invest in and you feed and you do all kinds of stuff and you have all kinds of love for it. It's an endless amount of love, okay? And I want you to think about that person or that thing, and I want you to then list five to ten words that first come to mind. Don't think about it too much. Just list them out, okay? I want you to list them out really quickly and word descriptive words, words that can describe this person or this thing in one word answers, five to 10 of them. You know, it's not not, nothing huge or nothing scientific that we can talk about here, but it's just something that is part of the, the assignment that you have, okay? And so as you're writing those down, I want you to think about them, but don't think too hard. They don't have to be long paragraphs, one word answers. So if you are thinking about your baby, you think of love, you think of soft, (laughs) you think of laughing, you think of Uh, I'm proud of or uh, or whatever, whatever words that you're thinking of, if it's a baby you're thinking of or if it's a dog that gives endless love or um, snuggles or walks or whatever else, okay? I want you to think about those words and I want you to write them down, five to 10 of them, of somebody that you love and you care for. Okay, so part two of this assignment is I want you to then picture yourself 
I want you to get up. I want you to walk over to the mirror. I want you to look at yourself for about a minute, maybe even 30 seconds, maybe even 10 seconds, because sometimes it might be even awkward to do it for 30 seconds or more. But looking in the mirror, and I want you to look at yourself. I want you to do the same exercise about you. First words that come to mind. I want you to list them out. Five to 10 things. Okay? I did this exercise, and I'll tell you what my findings were. My findings were is that I talked all kinds of great things about my son. He's great. He's caring. He's loving. He's understanding. He's compassionate. He gets things. He's smart. He's sharp. He's quick-witted. He understands things more than what I expected. All these different words that I listed out to be in these descriptors of my son. And I also did it for my wife. And things like love and accountability and trust and caring and funny and all these things. And then when I went to when I went ahead and listed out the words that in, that listed or described me as a person, they weren't as positive as I thought they were going to be. I started to then think of words like overweight or caring yet need to do more or uh, volunteer but don't do it enough or a great dad but could be better. I had all kinds of buts. It was crazy. And I I only said to do one words, but I had buts for everything, for everything. Because I was selling myself short of who I am as a person, selling myself short of who I am as an individual. And my self-love tank was emptied in the fact that I wasn't necessarily being so kind to myself like I would somebody that I care for. Okay? So if you do this exercise and you think to yourself, Take a look at those lists of words. Now, after you get done with it, if you're looking at your list of yourself and you see a lot of really positive words, leverage those. Use those descriptors moving forward. Know that you're in a good place and that's amazing. I'd be surprised to know how many people had to fight to be able to break out positive words though. Because as human nature, as human beings, we tend to be the negative side of the house. We tend to beat ourselves up. We tend to look at all the things that we aren't, look at the things that we could be, things that we haven't achieved, all those things. We do all these things all together and we just sell ourselves short, left and right, all over the place. We're our worst, we're our own worst critic, okay? And so this is something we have to work on because if we can start to balance out that pendulum a little bit and treat ourselves like we do treat all those that we love, The ones, the people that we give endless love to, we need to do the same thing for us. Start now. Change your verbiage. Change the way you treat yourself. Change the way you look at yourself. It's so much harder and so much easier said than done, right? And I know that. And I completely get it because I also got a lot of verbiage even last week when I was saying, you know, you have to be a positive influence on yourself. And there's a lot of people that had invested in and actually wrote back to me and said, um, not that easy. It's been a hard journey to do that. But it doesn't have to be some huge grand thing, guys. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be something where I have to change my whole entire outlook. It's one or two small little things that we can celebrate in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be your whole life work right now. But it can be one or two things that we can look at the way that we do things, the way we handle things, the way we talk to people, the way we treat people, the way we volunteer, all the things that we're trying to be able to do and accomplish and be the best version of us. We need to celebrate in those. Stop 
breaking yourself down and start lifting yourself up. And, and like I said, it's easier said than done. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that it's hard because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And we wouldn't be in an issue where we are as a society and as culture and as human beings where we'd be perfect. We'd all be walking around in a kumbaya state. We'd all be walking around in, in this utopia of people saying, oh, hey, what's going on? Great life. Awesome. This is awesome. But no, there are things like this podcast that we have to sit down and talk about the, the gritty stuff, the dirty stuff, the stuff that takes work and it takes a lot of courage and it takes dedication and it takes perseverance and all those words. Okay. So focus on that this week. Do that exercise. See how you think about yourself. And then just try to change one of those negative words that you have about yourself or your view. And remember, it doesn't have to be the words that you that you write down or say. It's the words that you think too. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, the first word that comes to mind might be something not great. So how do you change that one word into something a little bit better? It doesn't have to be like if I find myself overweight, now I can look at myself and say, oh, I'm skinny to try to change it. No. What it is is to say, but I'm working at it, and I'm investing, and I'm putting one foot in front of the other, and I'm moving forward, and I'm doing the things I have to do to continue to try to elevate, to continue to try to be the best version of me. I hope that that makes sense to you guys. I hope you, think, I hope you see where I was coming with, with self-love. We have, to, we have to love ourselves more. We really do. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy. It sounds kind of hippie-ish and whatever else you want to say. But it's the God's honest truth. And this is coming from a dude. And a dude usually like, self-love, what are you talking about, man? I, like, I, I, I don't need to talk about that. You know, if I'm a good dad, I'm a good husband, I'm good to go. But at the end of the day, we also have to do it for ourselves, men. We have to do it for ourselves also. We have to invest in us so that way we can then invest in others and be the father, the husband, the grandfather, the son that we always want to be. You got to get to a place where we start to feel good about who we are. Invest in that this week, guys. I hope you have an amazing week and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on all other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook just by looking up Liquid Shano 1973. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes, scroll all the way to the bottom, and leave some feedback about our podcast because we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.